Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV. This is episode number 486 for Wednesday, the 11th of January, 2017. So nice to see you. Uh, tonight we've got an exciting show for you. We actually have a ton of stuff to get through. We're going to see if we can pull it off in just an hour and uh, 45 minutes. <laughs> Ah, no, we're going to do it in 60 minutes, folks. We are going to learn how to swap our faces. I'm going to put this face on this. And this face on this. Stick around. It's so much fun. The kids love it. It is a riot. It's called Face Swap Live. We're going to be doing it. Uh, Also, we're going to learn how to reduce the file size of ping images by up to 80%. If you're a web developer, you'll want to know how that's done. We're going to jump back into our 20 weeks of GIMP tips tonight with part 15. And we're going to learn all about a stock image site that lets you use their images absolutely free for both personal and commercial use. Free is what we love. Stick around, folks. Hey, Sasha. Hello. What do you got for us tonight? Well, here's what's coming up in the Category5.tv newsroom. A Linux variant of a very destructive piece of malware has been discovered. Official Lego robotics are now a reality. Amazon Echo has been ordering things discussed on TV shows without the user's consent. And Google is shutting down Hangouts API. Stick around, the full details are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Welcome to the show. My name is Robbie Ferguson, and would you help me welcome tonight Sasha Dermatis to my right, your left. And joining us uh, again tonight is Henry Bailey Brown, the first time that you've been on the co-host desk. It's beautiful here. I I love it. It's beautiful. It's really spacious. Things have changed since the last time you were here. I know. Before, I was sitting, but now... I feel more elevated, so thank you very much, I thought he was going to say, but now I am standing. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. That's true, though. Henry Henry has been a guest on our show a couple of times. Uh, We've talked about drones a fair bit. And then you actually uh, became a co-host on The Drone Zone, which is another show from Category 5 TV Network. So you can find that at Category5.tv and just look for The Drone Zone and you'll see Henry there. Uh, But uh, we're welcoming him here tonight to Category 5 Technology TV. So thanks for showing up and thanks for having me tonight. This is going to be a lot of fun. We also have Jeff Weston. Oh, Jeff Weston. Jeff, Jeff uh, what are you up to? Oh, come on now. You're just showing off. You're just showing off. I'm jealous. (laughs) It's so nice in Canada. Are we going to actually hear from Jeff tonight? I don't I don't really know. But uh, let's, we'll throw it over to him a couple of times just okay. to see if he has anything to say. Awesome. Uh, as I was mentioned, we've got a really packed up show tonight. A uh, little bit of house cleaning off the top. Um, first of all, if you're new here at Category 5 Technology TV, uh, one of the things that you'll occasionally uh, see us do is talk a little bit about finances. And I wanted to just right off the uh, get-go uh, for tonight's show. Just let you know, if you're new here, the reason that we do that, we are volunteers here at Category 5 TV. Uh, we pay the rent. We pay for the internet connection. We make sure that everything is up and running for you to enjoy the show. We make sure that it's up on our website and that you've got access to um, the past 486 weeks of video. Um, and it costs money. So uh, we're upfront with you about that so that you know that these things are going on. And certainly if you contribute to the show already, I like for you, you know, I like to be accountable. I like you to know where your money's being spent. Um, we had a very unexpected um, bill come up this week. Uh, I got an email on Monday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know that our show is a weekly show, so our studio is closed most of the time. We're not a, a full-time business or anything like that. We don't yeah. have a receptionist sitting up front waiting for packages to arrive. But we get a lot of shipments, so right. we pay to have a shipping or, a, pardon me, a receiving company uh, receive shipments on our behalf. Mm-hmm. So every time a company sends us stuff to review or whatever it is, um, it, it has to be received. So that goes to our receiving company. And on Monday, I got an email from them that said, unfortunately, over the holidays, they were unable to effectively right. renew their lease with their uh, landlord. And so they were shutting down their business. So unfortunately, that's, that's the case. So in order to now redirect all of our packages, I had to set up a new receiving company. And that was 250 bucks. Just like that. Just like Woo. that. Just like that. And Unexpectedly. Right. 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 So. so is that where people would be sending their mail at this point? That's where fan mail goes. Yes. Uh, if you look at our website, <laughs> category5.tv, down in the footer, uh, you see our address there. It has been updated to the new address. Um, it's But... It, 
predominantly, it's where companies send product. Product. Which, anytime we do reviews. And review shows are the best. <laughs> and so. it's our lifeblood, to be honest, because when we conduct a review, we love to learn about the products, but we also love to show you uh, these products. And then if you happen to buy them through us, it supports the show in, mm -hmm. in a really cool way. Um, and so that's, you know, it's important that we're able to receive those, obviously. So right. uh, Patreon also is another way. Patreon is an amazing way that people support Category 5 TV. Um, yeah. And uh, speaking of Patreon, we have a birthday that we're celebrating kind of today. Today. Oh. I, it's Robert Magnetta. Hey, buddy. Well, Woo. it's our today. Robert, today is the 11th here at Category 5 so TV Studios. So today is your birthday. So you actually get so two days of to celebrating. That's you get, how you watch like, the show. He thinks that the, we're late because it's, <laughs> it's actually, because time zones. Right. It happens to be his yesterday. So we're right. time traveling right now. We are back in time. It's Robert Manietta's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy sir. Happy birthday. Now, we promised to send a card to Robert. Mm -hmm. And uh, it may not have arrived yet, but I wanted to let you know, my friend, that we did get together this weekend, and there's Jeff on the left, there's Fox 70 myself, holding the very card that we sent, and Sasha Dermatis, so that is in the mail en route to you. Uh, it has a return address. Don't reply to that return address because it just changed. <laughs> you should have sent it by drone. It would be there just by drone. Send it by drone. <laughs> Halfway across the world. Yeah, I could be there. Cool stuff. Well, hey, happy birthday, my friend. And thank you for supporting Category 5 TV. Uh, one of the greatest ways um, that you can support us is actually by um, monetary donations. So, uh, and that's just a, with Patreon, what I love about it is it's easy for you to administer because you can say, hey, I want to give a dollar per episode of Category 5 TV. Love this show. Let's give a dollar an episode. It's easy for you to understand that we do one a week. So, you know, it's going to be a buck a week. Right. And the good thing about that is that it doesn't come out every week out of your account. That's you right. set it up and then just once a month. So it's not like so dinging you with... it'll be $4 or right. oh, yeah. yeah. It doesn't ding you with transactions. It happens really mm -hmm. easily out of my account. I... I Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> I expect a birthday card. I'm going to wish you a happy <laughs> birthday. You go. birthday. Yeah, we'll just sign it right here and hand it to you. Yeah. We'll get you to sign it for Perfect. you as well. Uh, but what's uh, so that's the one end of it. It's really easy for you to administer Patreon. For us, it's nice to have this reliable. Um, we'll call it an income. We don't take a, a cut for ourselves, but it, just to know that there's X number of dollars coming each and every month, and that is a really great way for us to ensure that the bills are paid, and it helps mm -hmm. us a lot. You can head on over to patreon.com slash category five to learn more. Um, we have kind of revamped our studio space here, and we're doing this on the cheap, too. I mean, I picked up these tables. I painted them myself. Um, I think they look great. They um, look awesome. I think they're cool. Still need to do wax on, wax off, though. Is that what I need to do? Yeah, I need to make it nice and shiny. You can do that? No, I didn't want... I went with a matte finish mm -hmm. so that it wouldn't reflect the lights. Yeah, but then it's like special effects, though. Oh, right. Laser. To give you that youthful glow from the I actually, Yeah, I actually tilted up the monitor a little bit this week because of the glare. I, because I have right. so much glare. You probably noticed if you look at my forehead. That's just how it is. So we petition you, our viewers, to let us know, hey, what are your ideas with our new set? What do you think would be great? What, what do you like and dislike about our new layout? I like the freedom of being able to look around and interact with you guys. I like that I'm here for the yeah. whole show. <laughs> That's whole an important show. part yes, for me. Absolutely. I feel like I can just speak whenever I want. Yes. So we did get some feedback about the new set. Oh, we did? We did already. All positive, I'm sure. <laughs> some positive. We do appreciate sure. constructive criticism. What do we got? Well, F.H. Tommy, hey, Tommy is not enjoying the standing. You don't have to be doing the standing. Oh, yeah, you Tommy. can sit. You sit. You can sit. <laughs> be comfortable, man. Sit down We understand in the one hour of standing is, yeah. you know. Nice. Yeah. Um, too much bobbing back and forth, hands oh. in the pockets. Mm. Please find some chairs. Please find some chairs. I was the one doing the hands in the pocket thing. Oh, was that you? <gasps> that was me being comfy casual. Oh, don't comfy do that. And uh, yet awkward. Uh, yeah. I guess no more pockets. We have to get used to this just as well as you. Now... <laughs> I like the new set and the inclusion of Sasha with Robbie and Jeff. I second that. I miss the Dalek. Dalek? Dalek. 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 Dalek? The Dalek. Dalek? Da you miss the Dalek. Dalek. What's the Dalek? Uh-oh. Whoa. I'm going to... Uh-oh. 
<laughs> oh, geez, he's taking the mic off. <laughs> uh oh. Okay, so I feel like I probably should have like looked at the comments and then Googled this myself before. What's the Dalek? What's the Dalek? Uh, she says. What? Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, for the viewers. Oh. You guys have to name it. Like, do you have a name for it yet? Exterminate. No. You got to give it a name. Come oh, on. I love it. Okay. I'm sorry that I did not Does that know. help at all? Does that help at all? Yeah, that's... You just... That... that oh, you you have a new friend Sorry, over there, my Sasha? darlings. I, it's taller than me. <laughs> there you have it, FH Tommy. There the Dalek we, is back. There we go. And we can move him around. He can, he can move around our new set. <laughs> There you go. Okay, Andy17022 says, Hey guys, uh, can I give a few words of advice about your new set after noticing a few things? Well, absolutely. And he goes on. Like, <laughs> like FH Tommy, I'm not a big fan of the standing either. It somehow gives the show a kind of on-edge, uneasy feeling. What do you think, folks viewing at home? What I do, this is Andy, uh, says, says I would uh, turn the desk around 180 degrees so that oh. the camera sees it as a semicircle this way with a uh, natural line of sight, uh, unlike last week where I was uh, turning around and everyone else was looking at the back of my head. Right. Okay, this is Andy's comment here. Suggests also that we get uh, a couple of cheap 1080p cameras so that we can choose from any of those shots, uh, kind of zoomed in on each of us, mm -hmm. uh, individual shots on the presenters. This would do away with that digital zooming. That is this guy. It's great, but what, what I would prefer, to be honest with you there, Andy, is a 4K camera. Oh, yeah. So that when we do digital zooming, we have better quality. Mm -hmm. uh, a cheap 1080p camera, like these are what I would consider the cheapest uh, 1080p solution, which is a DSLR, mm -hmm. yeah. Nikon D5100s. Um, I picked these up used for about $400 for a body. It's pretty good, though. That's good. Mm -hmm. But to get more of them means more, like that's, you might consider the cost of a 4K camera at mm -hmm. the same time. We don't have the, uh, the, the money in the bank to do something like that. Unless if right. you all go to Patreon. There is that. Or there just go. got some incentive for you. Buy well. one for us, but you can yes. our affiliate <laughs> Oh, yes. But yeah. then use our affiliate Double whammy. And Double there you whammy. go. Yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> and what we're doing here is we're, we're, we're gauging for your opinions. We want to know what do you think. Um, you'll notice that, I, that we have a lot of wires all over the desk here tonight uh, and last week as well. The reason for that is I have not drilled the holes so right. far. Because at this point, we are wanting to hear from you, your feedback as to, you know, should I, this be turned the other way? I think so. Like now that I'm thinking about it. Now that maybe. you visualize it? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I like the idea. Hmm. Then we're kind of more... Although, fixing. I don't know if you can see, but there are poles in the middle here. Right. So nobody could sit in the middle. We would all be offset. Just right. because yeah. of that. But we could experiment. What are your thoughts? We're going to come back to that. We've got a poll for you. Okay. Uh, goes on to say, uh, finally, I'd say paint the back wall then uh, green. Then you can overlay whatever you like, like a green screen, a nice Category 5 logo, then switch to a different background for Sasha's news segment. Uh, no need to spend any cash on a plasma screen on the wall. Mm -hmm. Then, like you were uh, talking about, um, oh, like you were talking about. Like I said, on Season 10 special, it's mm -hmm. amazing how close it's possible to get to pro standards these days. Uh, you've already done great things with Studio D. Keep up the excellent work. Oh, and say hi to Erica for me. That comes from Andy. Thank you very, very much for the feedback. Uh, what do you folks think? Um, one of the things that you can do is head on over to YouTube, find these comments. Th those are all from episode number 485. Mm -hmm. And give a big thumbs up to the ones you like, a thumbs down to the ones you don't. Andy, um, FH Tommy, don't mind if people give you the thumbs down. That's just them saying that they don't agree with that particular comment. But definitely a thumbs up if you do. Mm -hmm. Dooley says, hello and happy new year. Do you want to take this one? Yeah. First off, um, you have to lose the clock behind Sasha. It's very unbalanced. Okay, that's easy to do. That's easy to All do. Right. Let's Thanks, do that. Dooley. Yeah. Let's do that. I actually completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. um, so I agree that all three do not need to be in the shot at once. That makes sense. We'll do a little bit more camera switching. Like possibly a, script, a split screen with two main people in the conversation. 
That would leave me to do some chatty chat rooming. Hmm. Um, and what about instead of a slightly slow transition from one camp to another, possibly automatically switched by audio, saving trying to keep up? Or that? oh, that would be super cool. That's interesting. So when so I speak, fade. yeah, when I speak, the camera. I think somebody's been seeing uh, Google um, Hangouts on air. Oh. And thinks that's something that's possible. Wouldn't that be neat? That would be neat. What it is is that as uh, with Google Hangouts on Air, mm. if there's because they're all connected from their own computer. So you're at home, Henry, yeah. and you've got your webcam and your microphone. Mm. I'm at home and I've got my webcam and my microphone. Yeah, okay. So as soon as I start talking, mm-hmm. Google Hangouts on Air will change to my shot. Oh, okay. But so then it switches you, between the two. Oh. the two presenters. Very. So smart. then when you start talking, mm. it knows that that's you and so it switches over to you automatically okay wouldn't that be neat if that was a possibility in a studio environment unfortunately now i'm sure there are folks who could say you know hey intercept this xlr cable create a breakout box yeah Mm -hmm. have each of the three go in and have some kind of a relay system set up yeah right or you could get i think you could just get a pie you don't even need a pie because if we had all three XLRs going in, yeah. we'd have to have some kind of we'd have to have phantom power because mm-hmm. it would need to be able to read the levels and know that I'm speaking. Yeah. And as I speak, it trips a five volt relay. The five volt relay is going to trigger a key on a mock software keyboard, mm-hmm. and the software keyboard is connected to Wirecast as each shot. I love it when right. you have ideas. Oh. <laughs> it could be done. Right. They have it with uh, Skype for Business, says Alpha. They do, eh? Okay. Uh, but yeah. same thing where they've got to be, it's the multiple locations. It's never right. when you're all standing at the same desk. But you can yeah. make this happen, I bet. <laughs> I couldn't at my current level of knowledge. Tonight, Henry is going to be showing us some of the things that he's been experimenting with. with it's, a top, raspberry it's top secret. And top maybe secret the pie stuff. makes it easier. Maybe you somehow. Know we will totally talk about that later. Yeah. But you know what? I, I'm, I'm just really excited for that segment. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. It's going to be We're really We're going to get fun. into it. If you have ideas or if you have the know-how to take three XLR cables, listen for them. And it has to be absolutely silent. Mm-hmm. We can't be introducing any kind of no- line noise or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if I start talking, the relay trips and it hits the, the number two. And if Sasha starts talking, it trips and it hits the number one. And so then I can set Wirecast to actually have those set up as shots. Uh, maybe Jeff Weston has something uh, to say about that. Jeff, what do you think about that idea? He's, he's just not giving us what we need tonight. <laughs> I think that's a good idea, though. Just I general think feature think is a good idea. Um, <laughs> now, what happens if two people speak at the same time? Sparkly Balls wants to know. Then zoom to Split. the wide shot. Wide shot. Perfect. Wouldn't that be amazing? That's that very good. So very smart. So in our minds, it exists. Right. Dooley says that a- another idea is to put uh, you at the top screen and then split screen the bottom. Like the Brady Bunch? Yeah, exactly Uh. what I was thinking. (laughs) Yes. And then you could just, like, as one person gets, you know, louder, they get bigger. (laughs) That can happen. I don't know about that one. Very trippy show. But if you agree with that, you can can comment there. Um, Dooley, thank you for the comments. Any any more from Dooley there? Well, there's, you know, Dooley agrees. Uh, Agrees, yeah. Agrees a lot with the green screen wall. um, And rotating the, the table is... Absolutely, everybody agrees with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sitting on stools was a, a thing. So we'd have to buy stools. Which we're not going <sighs> to do. I, I will say I stand for a living. And I, I like love, the idea of standing after all these years. Well, it's nice. It. So just, if we can make it work. It's like, it's like yoga. You just got to relax. <laughs> it gives us so much freedom because we have this whole desk. And you're going to see tonight mm-hmm. as we work on the pie. And, and last week we were just like, it was a mad rush to get all the computers running, let alone. I still didn't have my computer set up, the laptop, so that it could connect. Mm-hmm. So these are things that we're working on in it. And so mm-hmm. if you can look forward to the future and figure out how this is going to be, um, suggest how things could work. But um, keep in mind that what you see right now is going to be tweaked, and we're going to improve it exactly. as we go. Yeah. So there's yeah. a poll. There's a YouTube poll. Yeah, if you okay. actually would like to vote on your uh, favorite suggestion tonight, just click on this poll up here. Kind of feel like I'm... Ha, 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 poll. Okay, so click on the poll. <laughs> Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, hey, head on over to our YouTube channel, look for episode number 486, and then click that icon and you'll be able to vote in our poll. Uh, Or, of course, if you don't use that, you can comment below, like or dislike the comments that are already there. 
Um, okay. So let's move on to the show. Um, not to take too much time on that, but it had to be, uh, you know, I want to get your opinions, everybody. That's so some housekeeping, right? Should we get straight into the pie? And uh, then we can, you're excited about this. Depends what kind of pie. I know. I'm like, like why raspberry, does, raspberry, apple. Why like does apple. it never happen that we never, ever think to bring a pie and just do like a pie special and then we actually should. have a pie? <laughs> just sit around our desk. And we'll turn it 180 and we'll sit around eating pie. I think that would be Sasha, a very master, good idea. The master of the non-tech idea. <laughs> I'm like, why don't we just have a show where we eat and chat? Dennis <laughs> Kelly has an interesting idea. <laughs> thinking about the table and, and our look, our, our view and everything. Hi. Why not bring back a camera guy? That's a great idea, too. Exactly. So, um, and that falls into, Dennis, I, I like the idea, but what that falls into is really just finding a volunteer, again, right. who's willing to stand for two hours. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, and can do that. But I, I do like the look of a manually run camera. It's I, just so much better than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that, that cuts out. You know, do we pay them so that they can do, uh, you know, we can't pay people, but... Yeah, you know, volunteer the cost hours. of a camera. Volunteer hours, yeah. So if you know somebody, that's a good idea. So we'll add that to the poll as well. It, or if you're watching this after the fact, it's already there. <laughs> My gosh. Neat. Okay. okay. Well, you've brought your Raspberry Pi. Yes, uh, I have. We have shown Raspberry Pi builds uh, mm-hmm. on the show in the past. Okay. So uh, so we're, our viewers are reasonably familiar with okay, the Pi. Good, Some of them good. have even gone out and bought one. We sell them through our website, cat5.tv slash pi. Awesome. Um, you've got yours. Tell us you, about it. You know what? Yes, I brought my baby here today, guys, and I'm really excited to show you because it's the new uh, Raspberry Pi, the third version out, so like the new 3.0. The Raspberry Pi 3. It's it's my baby right now, guys. I got it for Christmas. I came with a kit, and of course, like Robbie just said, you can go online to their store, and you can look at what they have online there. So did you get like this breadboard and everything? And- yeah, you know what? I, I got exactly this, and it's really cool because... Um, Obviously, now it has a four-core processor, yeah. which is absolutely fantastic. Giga it has RAM. Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and of course, it comes with its own operating system, too. Like, it has Raspbian installed, which is kind of like a Linux version smushed yeah, together it's based into on a Debian. Yeah, okay. Uh, which is Linux, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and you know what? I've had so much fun, and the best part is, is that it's made for everyone. It doesn't matter if... You're a six-year-old just getting into computers wanting to have fun. Or if you're a Robbie who knows his way around computers. Um, but you know what? Yeah. I am that, I am that Robbie. You, what? I am that I Robbie. I thought you were Bobby. No, However, <laughs> yes. this to me introduces mm. new skills, new uh, hobbies, new experimentation and fun. Oh, yeah. Um, I've mentioned that on the show, you know, we're trying to get more into hands-on. Mm-hmm. Let's learn to do this. Let's actually build this and do this. Exactly. That's what the pie represents to me is the ability to very cheaply uh, be able to start tinkering and start learning yeah. electronics, start learning some of these really, really neat things that you can do. Exactly. And the really, really amazing part about a pie is that A, they're inexpensive, but as well as the more important part, you said right there, hands-on. Yeah. You know, you can actually build things. You can actually do your own projects. And there's pretty much unlimited potential. Like, you could get, a, you could get like, an LCD screen with it. Sure. You could get Touch extra RAM. And turn it into a little, like... You could do anything with these things, you know? And the cool thing is, is that you can also work on the programming side, too. Because mm-hmm. it comes preloaded nowadays with all this amazing free software from all skill levels. So nice. obviously, like, you have Python, you have JavaScript, things like that, mm-hmm. but you also have other s- smaller free programs that can start, like... These if, are, like, coding languages that exactly. you can work on the Pi. Yeah. and it is Linux. Exactly. But it has these, what are called GPIO headers, mm-hmm. and what they do is they allow you to connect, and I see you've got yeah, some here, stuff I'll help connected. You. So those connectors there, it looks like an old IDE kind of thing. Yep. What, is that, what capabilities does that give us, Henry? Unlimited power. No, that would nice. be really cool. Um, no, but that, it really does give us so much potential, though, because we're, we're able to plug in switches, lights, yeah. all these other amazing things. And with that, you can do the most simple projects. For example, I made like a little stoplight there. It's yeah. not working oh, that right is? now. Yeah, you push is a this, switch. Okay, here, let me, let me get in here. Can you tell us a little bit about this particular build? <laughs> so you're pulling more than just power here. Yeah, so, so. how it works is that generally right now, um, you see three LEDs, so you have your red, your yellow, and of course, green. Um, and then, green of course, we have yellow. a switch over here. 
Okay. So um, it's not working quite right now, but when you push the switch, it's supposed to switch in between. And why is it not? Is this... Uh, I accidentally t- forgot a resistor at home. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I forgot so, um, but yeah. So. I want to get to that point where I just have resistors in my pocket and I can you, just hand one to you. You should, because that, that would be so much fun. I'll be like, hey, Robbie's here to save the day. This looks like a lot of fun. How much um, technical knowledge, like one of the things, like I don't, <laughs> I don't really get my head, I don't have my head around resistors yet. Yeah, like, honestly. I can understand relays, and I've built a nice little relay system, which we're going to be looking at on a future episode. Hey, that's going to be fun. Yeah, but uh, resistors and things like that, like how, how much knowledge do you have to have in order to start building? Literally not at all. Like, literally, this is my first time really building from scratch like yeah. this. Okay. And that's the really amazing part is that there's two categories. Of course, the internet, it's a wonderful place. A lot of free knowledge out mm-hmm. there. Watch Category 5 because they talk about Pi a lot. I'm thinking um, that we're going to have a lot more features <laughs> like that. Just kidding. No, but it's, um, again, you can get packages online. Again, mm-hmm. look through your store because there's so many amazing resources. Like, for example, mine came with a little book that gave you example projects. And oh, it yeah? goes show, shows you step-by-step step how to actually build it. And it explains everything, right? Ooh. So if we can actually like show them the actual like Python program that's running this right now, they would actually be able to see the code. So this, there's actually a program that's running this stoplight? Yeah, it, it, there's an actual code written in Python yeah. that's running that stoplight. Can right we now. see how that works? Or? Yes, we can. Okay. We actually have it ready on the Pi. Nice. Um, so as you can see, guys, this is the uh, desktop of my Pi, which is absolutely amazing. I love it. There you go. It's Boop. very uh, low resolution. Like it's built for the uh, little touch screen or something like that. Well, it's see that that's that's a cool thing though is that it's it's still very adaptable, yeah. right? And the amount of power that you have in it can be overkill, but the thing is that you can literally do anything. You can make like a little Wi-Fi router, you can make a media server off this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done a uh, Plex media server. Hey, there so you go. You can do a search on our website, category5.tv, do a search for Raspberry Pi and see all the things that we've done. Oh, yeah. But uh, So, I see a lot of script there. So, this runs that traffic light? Is this... Oh, look at that. LED on off. Yeah. Like, so, we've got the GPIO, uh, those uh, pin designations. Yep. And then nice. it's... And that's the really amazing thing about the education when it comes to Pi is that you have something that is really simple, but you have all these amazing online projects that can, it breaks you down step by step, Okay. right? And you're able to go through that. And there's so many great online resources. Heck, even on Reddit, you just yeah. search Raspberry Pi. And is that it? You just kind of do a search for, hey, some beginner projects for oh, Raspberry Pi? Or is yeah, there, exactly. Is there a particular resource that we should be looking at? Um, there's, there's quite a few. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's obviously books, check your library, things like that. Really, they have uh, Raspberry Pi project books at the Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of libraries that are keeping up with the times nice. are really amazing how they have so many amazing resources for kids mm-hmm. nowadays. Um, and especially kids. for adults... You know what? Kids and kids, kids at heart. inside us, you know? It's funny because some of the things that yeah. I got for Christmas, um, because I'm trying to learn these kinds of things, electronics and how, how it actually works mm-hmm. really at its core, um, exactly. say for ages six and up or ages eight and up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, we, if we don't have that knowledge, no, it's for me. Well, it's, it's crazy, though, because <laughs> it's you, a look, funny thing. you look at kids nowadays, though, and you see a four-year-old who knows more about an iPhone than a lot of other yeah, people out there. Right? But take it apart. They don't know necessarily what makes it Oh, this it thing's flashy. This thing's... Yeah, yeah. and again, this, this is where a project like this can come in handy. Right. Literally, you use your hands, mm-hmm. right? So I think it's a great education tool. Sure. And I mean, like, I'm so excited for the next decade. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm a true, huge true. optimist. Yeah, and, and, not, and when we talk about education, we're not just talking about schools mm-hmm. like oh, i could yeah. see doing these kinds of projects with my kids exactly really see it mm-hmm. and with the breadboard what's cool about that too is that you're not permanently soldering this thing together this yep. is something that you know you're able to pull it apart and build the next one exactly you can do a project you want to try it all over again okay just rip it apart and start over cool and that's the cool thing is that again you can make sure it works before you solder everything and you can't take it apart. Right, anymore, okay. Right? So and then you can build money. a PCB. So where do you get the parts? I mean, you can get them through our affiliate link, our partner link for Amazon. Yeah, exactly. Here in Barrie, Ontario, we are absolutely blessed to have a, a store called Sayal. And Sayal is like the Radio Shack of old. Like you go it's in awesome. and it is row <laughs> after row of resistors and relays and everything else. Mm-hmm. It is paradise for a tinkerer. 
Um, but you know, where where would you buy parts? Do you, is that what you do here? Yeah, you, you know what? Um, a lot of local tech stores have amazing parts. Yeah. Um, I also look at, like I said before, a lot of kits because, mm. um, again, right, they might okay. have things catered towards. So, like example, there might be like seven different projects. Like, yeah. um, I heard somebody in the chat, well, saw, not heard, um, talking about like the magic mirror idea. How oh, we've yeah. seen those projects yeah, where they take the sure. mirror. Thank you very much for mentioning that, by the way. Um, how you take a mirror and then you make it a smart mirror. So it's like it gives yeah. you the time, the weather, things like that. Um, and there, I'm pretty sure there should be kits out there that can... I'm surprised if there, weren't, if there aren't kits out there, somebody make a kit because that would sell very fast. Sure. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Might be fun to actually... <laughs> is that, oh, that's the plan. That's how that's we a hint. Yeah. Um, head on over to our website, category5.tv, and uh, you can actually click on uh, our, our uh, well, support us and then our partner links. Through our partner links, Amazon is a great resource for these kinds of oh, little really trinkets and things. They have so many need. kits. And kits. Like, do a search for kits for Raspberry Pi. It's amazing. Uh, but also, um, if you want to buy a pie, if you haven't got yours yet, cat5.tv slash pie. We've got a lot of accessories. We've got the kits themselves to get you yeah. started. And then as we evolve these kinds of um, um, projects on the show, we'll mm-hmm. be able to, you'll be able to follow along oh, with yeah. those kits as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Thanks for bringing that in, uh, Henry. And Thanks for and having it. That's a lot of fun. Very cool. Yeah. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and you can find our website at www.category5.tv. Nice to see the chat room, and uh, lots of people having fun with the Pi, and uh, that's actually one of our top sellers over the past few weeks was the Raspberry Pi. People are using their Pi for a ton of different things. What are you using yours Um, for? Well, I'm using mine as a retro Pi. Retro Pi. Retro gaming. Complete. It's got Bluetooth built in. Respect right here. So it works with (laughs) your wireless PS3 controllers. That's amazing. Through Bluetooth. But then Senior Wences was saying that um, he uses his as a a a digital picture frame. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think I'm going to do that for my wedding. So between now and September, I'm going to buy a pie and then I'm going to build something like that. And then I'm going to build something like that. And then. I wonder if there's a way I, I can even like have it so that it loads pictures even sure. as the day goes on. Well, as yeah, right? through like a yeah, yeah. So, Henry was showing us the the operating system here, and to realize that it is in all essences Linux, you could just throw a whole bunch of JPEGs on there, and right. uh, and put them into a slideshow for yeah. sure. And, and I yeah. I had mentioned that it's low resolution on the screen there. Oh yeah, but do but keep in mind it's 1080p output. Yeah, it's up too. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. a it's a great it's a great product like that, and that's a really cool thing too. Is that like you just said right there um i saw a chat but i forgot what it was oh yeah lego you can also do a lot of really cool interesting things with lego that is happening but you can also and it's not just python and stuff too if you if you're more into advanced stuff as well like javascript and stuff it works with that too sweet so your use your imagination very cool there we go. And speaking of robotic Lego, Sasha, you've got a story coming up. I'm going to throw it over to the newsroom. And uh, when we come back, we've got a lot to cover tonight, and we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to be swapping our faces. We are going to be reducing the, the size of ping files. And we're going to jump into the GIMP and look at free for commercial use stock imagery. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. Wow. Sasha, over to you. Here are the stories we're covering this week in the Category 5.TV newsroom. A Linux variant of a very destructive piece of malware has been discovered. Official Lego robotics are now a reality. Amazon Echo has been ordering things discussed on TV shows without the user's consent. And Google is shutting down Hangouts API. These stories are coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Now here's another great way you can support the shows you love from the Category5.tv network by shopping at GearBest. That's right, Jeff. Uh, Cat5.tv slash GearBest. It's an online store for the geek streak in you. Or the loved ones. Well, of course. I mean, especially your loved ones, right? Uh, Because Cat5.tv slash GearBest, quite frankly, has all of the greatest tech gifts that you could ever hope for at rock-bottom prices. Do they have cell phones? You betcha. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has a wide assortment of unlocked Android cell phones and tablets. What about uh, consumer electronics? Those make a great gift. Absolutely. From high-tech watches to action cameras, headphones, even virtual reality headsets. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has you covered. They literally have it all, Jeff. Literally. Really? 
It's like a superstore right from the comfort of your own chair at your computer through the interweb. Yeah, I, there's no way they have it all. It's true. It's just a bunch of ele- uh, random electronics. Test me. Um, what about clothes? Yep. Both men and women, fashionable apparel at rock bottom, super duper prices. Kind of like this. Well, look at this coat. What do you think? It's a slimming mock leather jacket. I love it. It's available for less than $30 plus free shipping at cap5.tv slash gear best. All right. You kind of got me there. Wow. Any other questions for me, Jeff? Uh, Now that the winter has passed, flying season. Do they have any good deals on, say, drone copters? Oh, my goodness. Well, check this out. Dude, they have everything. Check out over 500 various drones. And not only that, they're available marked down by about 30 to up to 63% off the regular price. Love it. What's the website again? Well, you're going to find GearBest on our partners' pages for any of your favorite Category 5 TV shows like New Every Day, Category 5 Technology TV, The Pixel Shadow. Uh, But of course, if you want to shop absolutely right now and you want to go straight to the site, all you have to do is visit cat5.tv slash GearBest. See, that's easy. Cat5.tv slash GearBest. That's right. Happy shopping. I'm Sasha Dermatis, and here are the top stories for the week of January 18th, 2017. ESET researchers have discovered a Linux variant of the kill disk malware that was used in Ukraine in attacks against the country's critical infrastructure in late 2015 and a number of targets within its financial sector in December 2016. This new variant renders Linux machines unbootable after encrypting files and requesting a large ransom. But even if victims do reach deep into their pockets, the probability that the attackers will decrypt the files is small. Killdisk attack campaigns continued throughout December aimed at several targets in the sea transportation sector in the Ukraine. The attack toolset has evolved as well. While the December 6th Killdisk variants were quite artistic and displayed a screen referring to the popular Mr. Robot show on television, recent variants add a more sinister feature, file encrypting ransomware. The ransom message begins with a provocative, we are so sorry, and demands that the victim pay an exceptionally high ransom for the return of the encrypted files, 222 Bitcoin, which is between about 200,000 and 250,000 US. That is steep. I'm wondering if it's Canadian because they start with, we are so sorry. (laughs) <laughs> the hackers, we figured it out. The hackers are Canadian. They're Canadian. Wow. <laughs> These recent ran- ransomware kill disk variants are not only able to target Windows systems, but also Linux machines, which is certainly something we don't see every day. This may include not only Linux workstations, but also servers, amplifying the damage potential. In both Windows and Linux variants, the ransom message is exactly the same, including the ransom amount, 222 Bitcoin, the Bitcoin address, and content email, showing that the two variants come from the same source. Killdisk is a Trojan. It does not spread automatically using its own means. It requires user intervention in order order to reach the affected computer. The means of transmission used include, among others, flash drives, optical media like CD or DVD disks, email messages with attached files, internet downloads, FTP, IRC channels, peer-to-peer file sharing networks, and so on, which really just brings to mind safe practice in computers, Mm -hmm. right? Practice safe interneting, folks. Yeah, and it comes down... This is why phishing scams are so incredibly popular because they trick people into providing access to a computer Mm -hmm. or, you know, things like that. Oh, yeah. So that's where they get in. Truth be told, if your computer is shut down with a ransomware message for 222 Bitcoin, which is mind-blowing in its um, amount, I can't even imagine, you're just done. You're done. Nobody has that. If you're a business, like a big business. If you're Richard Branson, you'd have that. Right. But at the same time, I think you'd have antivirus or something that could look after that. Not that I want to give them ideas or anything, but I feel like if they had just said like two Bitcoin... 
then people would That's actually still pay a it. lot of money. Oh yeah, I guess. Oh so. my goodness, yeah. Point five bitcoins. Can you split bitcoins in half? Oh yeah, zero point zero 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 one bitcoins. That's about what I have. That's my net value. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. What is, <laughs> what is your income in Bitcoin? Yes. One. Wow. <laughs> We're in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bitcoin's doing better than our currency. This that's for sure. is mm-hmm. going to make everybody across the world happy. Oh, yeah? This next story. What do we got? Toy maker Lego unveiled yes. its boost line this week at CES. Oh, yeah. I know. A set of 840 programmable bricks for your kids to control self-made robots with. Boost comes in five kits that include an interactive motor and a color and distance sensor, encoded monitors, tilt sensor, and Bluetooth low energy connection. Programming is drag and drop via iOS and Android tablet. You, or rather your kids, can build and program a robot named Vern, a rover vehicle, an electric, an electric guitar, a purring interactive cat type pet named Frankie, and an automated production line capable of building miniature Lego models. That one's my favorite. Then you'd That's never have cool, to yeah. build any Lego again. Yeah. Build one, and then it does the work. It's like, I hope that it subscribes to Asimov's rules because like they're basically creating more robots. Yeah, if right. the AI takes over, it just makes more of itself. We're like, going to have all these miniature Lego robots <laughs> trying to take over. I feel like Jeff uh, would have something to say about this. He's like, you're putting the kids out of work. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, what do you think about that? Jeff and I are going to get along just fine this week. (laughs) (laughs) Due in the second half of 2017, Boost targets those aged seven and older. So yes, that's you too, mom and dad nerds and life hackers. That's the best. Now on to an also incredibly childlike situation. Amazon Echo owners have been issued a security warning after a number of devices in America automatically ordered dollhouses being discussed on a TV show. Oh my gosh. Can wow. you imagine? Wow. That's, That's. I feel like the world is going to go crazy. Tell us about this. Okay, so the high-tech gadgets have become a recent and welcome addition to hundreds of thousands of UK homes after being one of the most popular Christmas presents last year. They let owners ask virtual assistant Alexa to carry out tasks, including buying items from the internet using just their voice as a command. But a recent incident involving the gadgets has shown how vulnerable they are to mistakes which could cost owners dearly. Earlier this week, a San Diego TV station sparked complaints after an on-air report about a girl who ordered a dollhouse via her parents' Amazon Echo caused Echoes in viewers' homes to also attempt to order dollhouses. (laughs) That is right. This is amazing. As voice command purchasing is enabled as a default on the Alexa devices, viewers found that they had mistaken the show for their command and made the purchase. The show depicted a six-year-old asking her family's new Amazon Echo, can you play dollhouse with me and get me a dollhouse? The device followed the command, ordering a KidCraft Sparkle Mansion dollhouse in addition to four pounds of sugar cookies. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Can that you is imagine fantastic. how many times, like how many Echoes across the, the state actually did order, but that's a lot of sugar cookies. <laughs> that is a lot of sugar. The, sugar, the Keebler elves are like wow we're, things are really booming for after christmas yeah. you want to be the company that that alexa defaults to oh you sure. want to be the, the dollhouse maker that yeah. that automatically can you get me a dollhouse and just one shows up that's yeah. per, you want to be that person you want to be that dollhouse <laughs> that's right the parents featured on the tv program had quickly realized what had happened <laughs> and have since added a code for purchases to their amazon echo they have also donated the dollhouse wow. to a local children's hospital Lesson However, learned, eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, live and learn. However, viewers watching the segment then found their Alexa gadgets complied with the request and also purchased dollhouses. An Amazon spokesperson said, you must ask Alexa to order a product and then confirm the purchase with a yes response to purchase via voice. So what you're saying, Sash, is Alexa, yes. buy a Raspberry Pi microcomputer 3.0. Yes. Please. Did it happen? Exactly. Did did it do it? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Are we in trouble? We're probably. Did we just hack Alexa? 
What would be great is if that automatically orders it from us. Yes. Right? Use our affiliate yeah. link, Alexa. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if, oh, goodness. if you asked Alexa to order something by accident, simply say no when asked to confirm. Experts said the incident highlighted the need for people to password protect their Amazon Echo devices and avoid rogue so payments true. being made. So true. You, actually- you should be doing that. Like, I don't know why anybody... That's our new commercial. <laughs> Alexa, buy this, buy that. Really, yes. though? Like, <laughs> will the whole commercial. advantage of it, though? Really? Like, if that's happening... Sure. That's scary. We talked about it on the show last week, and yeah. we and it came up in the news, the Google... Um, uh, okay, Google. Okay, Google. Obfuscated right. robot voice. <laughs> and it starts doing things. So can somebody hack yeah. Alexa so that... And he just ordered a thousand dollars worth of stuff. Right. If you don't password protect your Alexa device, and if I had one, and if you had friends like the order process, if you had friends like mine and had your friends over for a party, Mm -hmm. you (laughs) would end up with a ridiculous amount of like obscure things being shipped to your house (laughs) because they would just sneak on over and whisper. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I had it happen where my kids were playing a game on my phone, and you don't think about it. And it's important to think about this. Mm-hmm. When I first set up my, my new phone, um, it did not have password protection on its ordering process because oh. it's not doing that by default. Bad news bears. My son was playing a race car game and he bought this and that. Oh, you can upgrade to the latest and greatest Jeep. Wow. Wicked. And he clicked it. Of course. I got an email <laughs> from Amazon uh, sitting at my desk at work. Yeah. $500 had gone onto my credit card. Like it was 480 something dollars. Just like that. Because he just said that? yes. He, <laughs> oh my know, gosh. Like 0.8. <laughs> Not he just even. kept, of course, just agreeing. Kept saying, yes. Yeah, right. I want to buy that. Yeah. Every level. Yeah, I want to well, buy so that. Well, it's so simple, right? You just push one button and there you go. Yeah. Right? And it's. Wow. Ah, so put a password. So last night, Becca wanted to put an app on, on her phone that cost money. So the first thing I did was say, always ask me for my password. That's good. When I put my credit card information into the phone. So when Becca buys it, she always has to ask you? So that when the kids are playing on her phone. No, I know. <laughs> she knows my password. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Google has quietly dropped a bombshell about the future of its chat client Hangouts. From April 25th, the Hangouts service API is to be shut down as the company pushes Hangouts towards enterprise while pushing social use on newer apps, Allo and Duo. This could be seen as a quiet own goal for Google. Migrating users to a different messaging client may alienate them altogether, and a straw poll has seen most moving towards WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger rather than Google replacements. Mm. As of now, there's facility to build new apps within the Hangouts API, and Google has confirmed a reprieve for certain integrations such as Slack, Hangouts, on-air tools, and dialing into a call. In reality, what it represents is another tiny piece of the Google Plus layer being detangled as the company continues to reorganize its social layer. In an email to developers, Google explains this API was originally intended to support social scenarios for consumer users as part of Google+, whereas Hangouts is now turning to focus on enterprise use cases. Some users have speculated that this represents a long, slow death for Hangouts, but Google has continuously and strenuously denied it, though they'd much rather you use Allo for personal conversations. I will tell you, I have Hangouts. I rarely use it, but I have Hangouts. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. f- until April 25th. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you do? Thanks for watching the Category 5.TV newsroom. Don't forget to like and subscribe for all your tech news with a slight Linux bias. And for more free content, be sure to visit our website. From the Category 5.TV newsroom, I'm Sasha Dermatis. Thanks, Asha. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and you'll find our website at www.category5.tv. Are you ready to face swap? We're using an app called Face Swap Live. <laughs> Sasha, get over here a little bit because you're getting cut off there. We've got okay. Face Swap Live here. We've got the ability to swap faces or swap faces mm. in a photo. Wow. Now, FaceSwap Live is avail- available as a free version on either iOS or uh, Android. Here we're on Android on my phone. And when I click on it uh, to FaceSwap, you'll see that I, I start to see 
uh, a border around my face. Do you guys see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, now oh, it, yeah. Now it tells me, okay, move two faces into the scene. Sasha, do you want to get in on this action? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Can it Let's see my face? Face swap. Face oh. swap. Oh, you had my face for a second. <laughs> oh, for a second. God. Ready? Ready? <laughs> Smile. Oh, did I get it? No. Oh. Phased out. Okay, hold it back. Hold it back. Ah. <laughs> there we go. Oh, we are lovely. Okay. <laughs> That's beautiful. Ah, oh, there it is. Okay. 10 out of Henry, 10. get in on this action. Okay. This is Face Hi, Swap guys. Live. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that actually works. Another one. <laughs> That's amazing. We're having too much fun on this show. So, face, face Swap Live in real time allows you to swap faces with your friends. Uh, the kids absolutely adore it. You can download it for free. Uh, and of course, there is a commercial version that gives you some uh, extra features that you don't normally have in the free version. Um, that is faceswaplive.com. Make sure you check it out. It is so much fun. I have identical twin sisters. Yeah. You've met Colleen before. Yeah, try it out. Have, have you met See Beth? what happens. No, well, they have done a face swap before. Yes. And it's funny because they are they are identical. They, look identical they are in identical in person, right. wow. but in face swap, it's still kind of creepy. Really? <laughs> yeah, I love isn't that face, neat? Face, wow. face swap is like slightly uncomfortable at all times. <laughs> <laughs> it's painless though. That's the good news. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um, we're going to do things like put um, like kiss rock star kind of face on on yeah. me and, and do the rock star yeah. thing. There's a ton of stuff you can do with that app that is so much fun. You can put yourself. You can you can actually in real time. Um, you can actually change your own face using masks. So watch this. If okay. I switch to a mask, I think it's going to. Oh, it has, so it has like a little library of stuff you can choose from. It does. It still wants two faces. Oh. Well, you know what? Oh, yeah. Maybe it wants two faces and then... Oh, mask. there we go. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, oh! Oh my oh. gosh! <laughs> the kitten is me. Okay, there we go. That's gonna scare. Phases in and out. But there's me as a kitten. That's or a puppy dog, or what am I gonna look like when I'm old? That's oh. apparently it. So you can see how it kind of phases in and out, but it is really, really good for real time. And then I can just take a snapshot, and boom, I've got a picture. Okay. That reminds me of that Halloween special. You ready, Sasha? Your new, yeah, it uh, kind of does. New profile picture for oh, Facebook. Oh, it gives me a mustache. Nice. You got a mustache? Sweet. Okay, <laughs> what do you want to be? Yeah, okay, so that's see. the mask feature. We can do stuff like this in real time, oh, right? Oh, I like this one. Isn't that cool? Oh, okay. Like day of the Dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I look like a sad panda day of the dead, though. Oh. But gone are the days where you have to spend a whole lot of time in Photoshop or something like that it's, it's in happens. order to achieve It's spontaneous. This. Like, it's right on the spot. Boom, just like that. It's a lot of fun. FaceSwapLive.com. Let's move on. Okay. okay. Tonight, we're going to look at... You ready for this? If you are a web designer or you have a blog, mm-hmm. Dennis Kelly has a blog. Dennis, post your link in the, uh, in the chat room there, Category 5 on Freenode. With your blog, Dennis, you're going to need to use featured images. You've got to add a featured image so that when someone shares your posts, it puts that picture with the blog. Oh, yeah, and it helps with like search engine optimization too, sure right? It does. So people like to click on stuff that has a great-looking image. Ooh. Now, your blog so far has images with it, so make sure you set one as the featured image. But what do you do when you just write something mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. don't have something to associate with it as far as the look goes? Right. You need an image. You need a stock image in a lot of cases. But you go on to iStock Photo, you're going to pay $30 for a picture. Yikes. Just that's... so that your blog looks a little better. Man, that's... You're going to pay you know, $20 to some for, for this. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally for paying photographers what they're worth and everything, but we're talking, okay. you know, you just need something quick. You need mm-hmm. something cheap and dirty. Uh, that's where Creative Commons comes in. So there is a stock imagery website that is licensed under CC0. What does that mean? You can use it free. Right. No payment on both personal and commercial websites. Hey, wow. that is great. That's okay. useful. Or commercial use. It doesn't even say websites, just commercial use. If you want to use it on a billboard, go ahead. Go ahead. But what CC0 also says is no attribution required. So no credit. You do not have to, anywhere on your site, put a link to them. You don't have to give credit 
where credit's due. While I encourage that, mm-hmm. right. while I do encourage that, this site gives us an opportunity to get real, legitimate, licensed, free photographs wow. for our projects. So think about pixels. Pixels are something that you're familiar with, but head on over to Pexels, P-E-X-E-L-S dot com. And what would we normally look for in a stock photo? Something from the newsroom, likely. Yeah. (laughs) So let's say uh, Android phone. And there we go. Here are some Pexels, some free stock images that are provided for us. Look at that. That we can download. So there's a great one. Look at that. So it's a free download. No way. Yeah. Okay. Look at the license, CC0 license, free for personal and commercial use, no attribution required. You can learn more about the license, but you're just going to go, oh, that is simple. (laughs) That's all there is to it. And it basically says everything that I just told you. Okay, so in a situation like this, of course, um, we're expecting that, okay, now, okay, I I obviously still have to give them my credit card. I still have to Mm -hmm. sign up for an account of some sort. I see some Squarespace things there. Oh, wait, those are ads. That's how they're paying for it. Right. But, okay, let's see the process here. I'm expecting I'm going to have to go through some hoopla here Mm -hmm. in order to gain access to this photo. So let's see what we have. Let's let's do this drop down. Okay, so we we have access to 640 by 426. And and now we we usually want to get the highest resolution. So Mm -hmm. 6,000 by 4,000. I guarantee you, iStock is going to charge us pretty penny for a full resolution image. Oh like yeah, that. Um, they charge a little less on some sites, not iStock. They charge mm-hmm. the same across the board, uh, but some sites will charge less for the smaller images. Mm-hmm. In this particular case, hey, it's free. Okay, let's choose six thousand by four thousand. How much are we going to have to enter as far as our personal information? Let's see. What? What are you wow. kidding me? What? How can they? How? How can they do that, Robbie? That resolution. <laughs> this and is it's free. It's free. And there's unlimited, right? You Pexels, don't have to sign up. You don't have to sign up. There is a, no limitation on how many you can download. It's wow. Pexels.com. P-E-X-E-L-S. That is awesome. Fantastic resource. Okay. Now, we're going to take that image that we just found of an Android phone, and we're going to jump over to our uh, GIMP Tutorials um, it is week 15 in our 20 weeks of GIMP tips. You thought we forgot about it. We got real busy over the Christmas break and uh, over the past couple of months, but we're back and we, it is time for number 15. So I've got this image from Pexels.com, which I'm going to now throw on my desktop here. And what we're looking at tonight on our GIMP tip is what's called a layer, uh, pardon me, not a layer mask, but a selection mask. Right. And what it allows us to do is essentially paint our selection. Sometimes it's hard to pull stuff out of a photo. We want to make that super, super simple. So let's jump over to my laptop here. I'm running Linux, but the GIMP GNU Image Manipulation Program is available on Windows, Linux, and Mac. It's a free download. There is no charge for this software. So there we have it. So if we wanted to pull this out of the, um, the image, get rid of the background, mm-hmm. and use just the hand holding the phone... Typically, you know, people would start messing with things like the magic wand and trying to click around to remove the background, and that's just messy Mm -hmm. and never a good idea. Let's deselect everything. We're going to go select none. Um, The next thing that we might try to do is use our uh, free select tool, which allows us in many, many cases to, you know, let's get in there, and let's see how I can navigate here because I'm on a touchpad. I'm not actually on a a mouse tonight. So, And then you're going to try to trace around like this. Mm. Oh, my goodness, I'm so <laughs> off the line. Um, if, you're, if you're really good, you're going to know that with that free select tool, you can click on one corner and then move over here and then click on the next. How cool is that? Very time-consuming. Oh, <laughs> my goodness, to get around even the simple edge of a phone. Oh, okay. Right. That's mostly straight lines, and it would still take hours. It would still take you a it long would, time, especially yeah. if you're getting around something that has mm-hmm. more detail than that. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to look at is what's called the Quick Mask Selection Tool, and that you'll find at the lower left-hand side of your GIMP window. So a lot of people may not know that it even exists. If you're coming from Photoshop, you know that oh, hitting yeah. Q is going to bring up your Quick Mask Selection Tool. Mm-hmm. In the GIMP, it's Shift-Q, but 
your temptation is to hit the Photoshop hotkey if you're used to Photoshop. Yeah. Or you can simply click on that icon in the lower left. So here's what we're going to do. First of all, I'm going to show you the two methods of using the quick mask selection tool. So I'm going to hit that button down there, and you'll see that the whole image turns red. That tells us that the whole image is not selected. So I'm going to turn that off, and I'm going to hit Control-A to select all. And now when I hit that tool, you'll notice that nothing is colored red, because uh, everything is selected. So when we know that, we know that whatever is colored red mm -hmm. is not going to be selected. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever is not colored is going to be selected. Oh, okay. okay. So keep that in the back of your mind. So there are a couple of ways that we can do this. Either we can paint in our object which is a nice, easy way to do it. So we're going to actually use a paintbrush. Um, let's pick something with a nice soft edge because we don't want to have to be too precise. Um, and I just start painting like this. Okay. Wow. Now keep in mind, I'm not using a mouse. I'm just using the touchpad on my, on my computer, my laptop computer mm -hmm. here. So my precision is going to be pretty miserable <laughs> right now. Okay, so <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> if you've got a mouse, you're going to be able to do a lot better job. You can hit Shift Plus and get right in there. And all you do, you just keep painting. It's literally as easy as painting with red, okay? Hit minus to zoom out, mm -hmm. and we're gonna just paint around like that. You can get the fingers if you want, and so on, okay? Let's just grab the phone. It looks like they dipped their phone in a raspberry pie. Bah, bah, da, bah. <laughs> All right, I could make that a little larger, and I, honestly, I'm literally just painting here, okay? Nice and simple. Nice and simple indeed. Okay, so. I've done a really sloppy job. That was my disclaimer off the top. Okay. I'm going like this. I'm going like this <laughs> well, on my yeah, touchpad. Effort was made. I could use a mouse <laughs> pad. Graphic designers, you probably use a mouse or a tablet, like yeah. a Wacom or something like that. You're going to be able to get some better precision here, folks. Okay, so I'm going to turn back off my quick mask tool, and you'll see now I've got a really sloppy, awesome selection. <laughs> but keep in mind, my phone is deselected. So if I copy to my clipboard and paste, then create a new layer, so that's Control-C, Control-V, now you'll see that what I actually copied was the opposite of the phone, because what I painted in is deselected. Okay, so what we do when we do it that way, let's go back to our selection. There it is. So now I'm going to use my select tool. I'm going to right click and I'm going to go select, invert, and then copy and paste. And then layer new. This is only to demonstrate for you what I've copied. Bam. And you see that by tracing, by painting over it like that, Look at I've that. been able to do that. Sloppiest quick mask sample <laughs> Ever. What a lovely phone you have there. It works. Yes. <laughs> it's melted. We left it in the sun. <laughs> We're using a free stock image from Pexels.com and the free GNU image manipulation program. I wish someone would send me a free mouse and then we'd be able to really, really exemplify the quality here. This is amazing. So that's it. Uh, you know, it's a nice, simple tool but it's something you need to learn on the GNU image manipulation program. It's going to help you a lot when it comes to getting in there and just painting those fine details around the edge, creating a selection, pulling the backgrounds out, putting, you know, being able to pull uh, the background out of, say, a box shop. If you've got a product that you want to demonstrate, hey, get in there, paint around the edge, pull it out, put it onto a new background, put it on a gradient or something like that. It's going to be beautiful. That's the GNU Image Manipulation Program from GIMP.org. We have to take a really quick break. When we come back, we're going to save that as a ping image, which is lossless, but it keeps that alpha layer so that we can then take that and move it on to another background. But the problem is, is that the files are huge. If you're using them on web, you know that ping files are quite large. We're going to learn how to compress those, bring them down in size by about 80%. So stick wow. around. Jeff Weston. Yaman. You're building a brand new beautiful website. What? Aren't you? No. Am I? Oh, you're a terrible actor. What? This is where acting comes into play. Oh, I didn't know we were acting. You're supposed to act. Okay, fair enough. Right. Yeah, I'm building a really cool website. Are you building a really cool website? You need hosting. One of the things about a hosting account is you don't want to have limitations put on your website. It's true. How much hard drive space do you have? How many email accounts? How many domains can point to it? Well, we've got an amazing deal for you. For a very limited time, cat5.tv slash dreamhost. For just $5 and a bit of change per month, 
you are going to get unlimited website hosting, unlimited email accounts on that hosting uh, service. You are also going to receive a free domain name. Ooh. So your own .com. Nice. To put that amazing website that you've been working on it's on true. there. If you run, if you want to build a WordPress site, fine. Sign up. Cat5.tv slash DreamHost. Just don't put Panama Papers on it. Just don't do it. But hey, uh, it's a great deal, folks. Best deal you're going to find. $5 and change per month. Go to cat5.tv slash DreamHost. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Welcome to the show. My name is Robbie Ferguson. I am Sasha Dermatis. I'm Henry Bailey Brett. Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Cat5.tv slash TPN and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Cat5.tv slash IAIB. Jeff is here in spirit. He's uh, on a beach somewhere. That was his input. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jeff. Just likes to rub it in every couple of minutes. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good job, Mm -hmm. Jeff. Actually, I'm super happy he's there because the weather here has been miserable. Yeah. They left yesterday and (laughs) we got freezing rain. We had crazy weather, two days of bus cancellations. We had to skate here. We actually, (laughs) I warned you folks coming into the studio that we've got about this much ice coming in. Nobody slept. Right. What was funny is I thought you were making fun of me no, when you did no, that. No, I was, I was absolutely like, not. I was Sasha, concerned for your well-being. <laughs> I'm uh, like, why? Because you know I'm a sleepy, sleepy walker, but no, I no just, it actually just, is really, really icy out there. <laughs> dangerous out there, Barry. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to get right back into our, our final demonstration here tonight. We've worked with ping images before. If you've got a website and you want to work with um, alpha layers, mm-hmm. it's really a great thing to be able to do. So oh, yeah. what that means is, if you look at this really sloppy job that I did in the camp of cutting <laughs> this phone out of, don't mind the fact that I did a sloppy job. I did that with my touchpad, all right? Uh, if you had a mouse, you'd be able to do a much nicer job. You see that alpha layer? What is nice about an alpha layer is it lets you throw a nice background uh, behind that image. So no matter what it is, you'll see, if you go to our website, for example, category5.tv, what do you have? You've got this big image in the background, and you've got our logo up at the top left, and it is transparent. It has an alpha layer. But the, the compromise is that uh, ping images are quite uh, pretty large. Oh, yeah. The file be. size. So that slows down websites if you have too many of them and they're mm-hmm. too big. Um, but it also makes it so that it's, uh, it's you know, pretty frustrating for people using a mobile device on oh, a slower network. Oh, the data, network. right? The data that they're using. Uh, I can't believe you made me say data. Um, <laughs> that's his name. That's not how I say database. <laughs> but you, you did it. Got a bell. <laughs> yes. 